So dear brothers and sisters, it's good to be back with you again. I was uh, down in Naples for a while and uh, we had an ordination in Slovakia as well, so a bit, a bit of traveling around. Uh, and it was great because I, I, as I may have mentioned before, I, I used to do a bit of work down near Naples. Uh, so I got to, to meet a lot of these families, a lot of these people again that I haven't seen in years. And it was good to catch up, but more on that in a second. Uh, I read a quotation during the week, or I came across it by accident, from Oscar Wilde. Uh, it's a very interesting, it was, well, it's very well written. Uh, it's a, a wonderful little idea behind it as well. He said, some people bring happiness wherever they go. Some people bring happiness wherever they go. Some people bring happiness whenever they go. <laughs> some people bring happiness whenever they go. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Right. Some people bring happiness wherever they go. Some people bring happiness whenever they go. So this idea that, that sometimes people have this, this real gift to bring joy and to bring happiness wherever they go. And I was, I was thinking about this this morning, and I think there's a difference between bringing happiness wherever you go and, you know, as, as the expression goes, being the life and soul of the party. Because sometimes people are the life and soul of the party uh, for, for other reasons. You can be the life and soul of the party because you like attention, which isn't really bringing happiness. It's just, you know, you like being, you like being seen. You like being the one on the dance floor everyone's looking at. You like being... Uh, you like being noticed. You like being seen. Uh, that's not exactly bringing happiness, though. That's being an entertainer. Okay. But I think the, this idea that some people bring happiness wherever they go, to bring happiness wherever you go. Uh, and we've seen it here in the community as well. Some people have a real gift for it. Uh, I think bringing happiness isn't so much being an entertainer. In fact, I think it has very little to do with being an entertainer. Because sometimes, as, as unfortunately life teaches us, those who are the life and soul of the party and, and like being at the centre can often feel very empty within themselves. Can often, it, it sometimes, it, it's tragic at times when you hear about uh, teenage suicides and people don't seem to understand. My goodness, I mean, he, he was always the life and soul of the party. He was always at the centre. Yeah, because he was looking for something. You know, he was looking for acceptance and love and, 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 and attention and, and wasn't, couldn't, get, couldn't get enough of it or couldn't get enough to fill that hole in his heart. So, okay, that aside... So, bringing happiness isn't, as I say, about being an entertainer. Bringing happiness... You bring happiness to people by elevating the other. It's, it's kind of the essence of love. What, what, what is love? Love is, well, willing the good of the other. Willing the good of the other. So when others feel loved, feel elevated, lifted up, protected, then they're going to feel happier in your company. You know, if, if, if uh, in conversation uh, with someone, uh, I'm affirming, I'm listening, I'm, I'm um, interested, whatever it may be, then that person's going to be happy in my company. If I'm not, then they won't be. Some people have this gift for, for bringing happiness because they have, they have a heart that wills the good of the other. So our, our relationships, we, we affect each other. We... we we have a certain amount of, if you will, power over each other. For good or not so good. And I was thinking about this in, in relation to uh, St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist has this vocation to prepare the way of the Lord. Okay, it's, it's, it's a beautiful um, verse from, from the prophet Isaiah where it says, A voice cries in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight a highway for our God, across the desert, 
Let every valley be filled in. Let every mountain be laid low. Let every cliff become a plain and the ridges a valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all mankind shall see it for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So we have this vocation to to bring happiness but the end goal of 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 any of these things that we do any of these initiatives that, that we undertake any mission isn't just kind of a fleeting happiness like a good night out uh, that's that's not our vocation our vocation is not to entertain our vocation is to help people to get to god the source of everlasting happiness so some people bring happiness wherever they go ultimately that's that's our goal that's our calling wherever we go bring God. Wherever we go, prepare the way for him. Prepare the way for him. And what's so, I think, particular or special about St. John the Baptist is in comparison to other prophets, he might not seem actually that special at all. I mean, there are other prophets, uh, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Elijah, Elisha, some of them worked, worked spectacular miracles and Elijah being carried up to, to heaven on a chariot or fire and things. You think of John the Baptist, he doesn't really have, seem to have done, I mean, okay, he eats bugs and wears camel skin, all right? Um, so, so does Bear Grylls. I mean, I mean it, it, it doesn't seem to have done anything spectacular. But I think the real thing here, the, the, the important detail, which, I, which just struck me over the last couple of days, is... If I'm going to prepare the way of the Lord, it means I'm going before him. Okay, so I have to go, I go before the Lord, the Lord comes after me. So I have to prepare the way, I have to kind of remove the obstacles, I have to fill in the valleys and, and lay the mountains low. But in doing that, in doing my job, in, in preparing the way for the Lord, I have to be ready at all times to get out of the way when he comes. So if I'm preparing the way for him, I don't want to get in the way for him. I have to prepare the way and then get out of the way. I have to prepare the way for the Lord and then get out of his way. So that means like in, in, in all of our mission, in all that we do, in all of our prayer lives, in any pilgrimages that we organize, in any, uh, any mission, initiative at all, uh, my, my, my goal, my vocation is to prepare the way of the Lord and then get out of the way. And in that way then to lead people to true happiness which isn't found in, in, in me or isn't found in a person or isn't found in a club or isn't found in those. It's found in God. It's found in God. And that's where I think John the Baptist is, was, was, could be trusted with this vocation, right? Right before, right before Jesus and, and then during Jesus' ministry, there was, there was an overlap. Uh, John the Baptist is able to prepare his way, prepare the way of the Lord without ever getting in the way. So Jesus comes to be baptized to John. I mean, John never lets any of this attention or never lets any of, of, of the fact that you know, he had disciples of his own, he had crowds coming to him, he never lets any of this go, go to his head at all. He remains entirely humble throughout his ministry. Why? So that he can prepare the way for the one whose sandal he's not, he's not worthy to undo. The one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. So he, he knows his vocation. He knows his place in, in this whole story. He's not the center of attention. He's not the end goal. His role is to prepare and then get out of the way. And, and, and in, in that humility, he's, because of his humility, he's able to do that. 
And maybe that's why, maybe this is only my own theory, but maybe that's why Jesus says that of all people born, not, there is none greater than John the Baptist. I think it's his great humility. I think that that was what, what was so key to his vocation, his humility. That he could prepare the way of the Lord and not get in his way. He could prepare the way for the answer to our longing for happiness and not get in the way. So for ourselves today, as Christmas quickly approaches, let us maybe with a little, with more, more of a, a deliberate reflection, with more of a, a, a deliberate decision, let us prepare the way for the Lord in our own hearts. And sometimes our hearts might feel like a bit of a wilderness. Maybe they might feel a bit uh, empty or lost or a bit dark at times. We ask that our Blessed Lady, who guides us through this season of Advent, may she, who, who even more than St. John the Baptist, was filled with such great humility and prepared his way also, may she prepare a way in our hearts for the coming of our Saviour. A voice cries, Prepare in the wilderness a way for the Lord. Make a straight highway for our God across the desert. Let every valley be filled in, every mountain and hill be laid low. Let every cliff become a plain and the ridges a valley. <coughs> then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all mankind shall see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Cahill here. I uh, just wanted to thank you so much for joining us on our live stream or joining us to watch these homilies or indeed on the podcasts uh, that Paving the Way Home has produced over the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a great privilege to be able to, to, to speak to you, to share the gospel, uh, to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Uh, we launched our Christmas appeal recently uh, for, to fundraise uh, for the work here of Holy Family Mission. If our work here has blessed you, uh, you might consider uh, assisting uh, in, in the furthering, the future of this uh, great work of the Lord uh, by donating maybe on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. There's a donate button up there just so that our work can continue here. We've had 80 young people pass through our formation program. There are plenty of school retreats going on. Schools come here to do retreats. Our mission team goes out to them. Uh, as, as well as other uh, missionary outreaches and retreats that we welcome here. Uh, so thankfully, it's been a very fruitful uh, mission and ministry, and we hope that you share our vision for the renewal of the church. So if uh, you feel the Lord is calling you to, to share or to help and assist our, our mission and ministry here, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much for your time, and God bless you. <laughs>